What's up, world? My name is Alex. You're listening to the Plain Sight Podcast. I'm here, as always, with my good old buddies, my good old pals, Cam Jordan. Cam, what up? Hey, what's up, man? Literally, I am in the goodest of places right now. It's been a good one so far. Let's keep it rolling. Don't talk about sports, Alex. Zachary Kuya, what's going on? Hey, I'm having a great time. I really like that energy you brought into the intro today. That was a good one. <laughs> See, I was like, man, we haven't done an episode with all of us in a whole long time. It's been like 72 and a half years. I got to come with just something a little different, just a little teensy bit of pizzazz <laughs> in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's the one, Emerald? What's his thing? The chef? Bam. 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 Yeah. Bam. I thought you were going to like drop bars for a second. You said, what's up, world? And I thought you were going to go into like a late 90s, like Will Smith kind of thing for a second. <laughs> My name is Alex, and I'm not a girl. And- Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways. So, uh, guys, we're, we're talking about the good place today, aren't we? Is that the plan? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I, sure. I think Eventually so, probably. Will, yeah. <laughs> okay. Zach, tell us about the good place. Ready, set, Zach. Uh, wow, Ready Set Zach is is another. We need to make that a segment name too because I like it a yeah. lot. That should be the name of your standalone podcast. Yeah, I want to change Take It Backery with Zachary, and maybe sometimes we'll just call it Ready Set Zach. <laughs> Ready Set Zach is really fun. The Good Place um, is a show starring uh, Kristen Chenoweth and Ted Danson, uh, kind of the uh, the main two. Uh, it's a Michael Schur show, so if you know Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine and The Office, that's like that world um he's done probably a lot of your favorite shows if if you he watch tv goat. lately 100%. yeah he's probably made a lot of your favorite shows uh but it's it's a show that in the first moment of the first episode the main character dies um and then it explores what it might be like to uh, discover an afterlife that is not really what anyone ever predicted. Um, it explores kind of a new look at what what the aftermite, afterlife might look like, a.k.a. you can go to the good place or the bad place. And that's the thing. That's that's so, where it comes from. Thanks for tuning in to the Plain Sight Podcast. We've given you our summary on the good place, <laughs> and we're done. That's it. We're out. Wash your hands. <laughs> so... There was some heated discussion. Uh, a tear or two was shed before this podcast as to whether we should give you guys a spoiler alert or not. Um, and we're going to do it. it hey, just spoiler feels, alert. It just feels right, man. Okay, let's and dig the, into this now. No, let's save it for the Silly Zone. I'm going to make it a hot take later. <laughs> okay, yeah. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched this in the past five years, first off, watch it, you dumb dumb. Uh, second off, watch it, you, you dumb You did have dumb. a whole Third quarantine off, we're to gonna watch. Spoil it. You One had of the all, biggest shows literally in all the, last the time in the years. world. <laughs> yeah, and what did you choose to watch? Not this, apparently. The Office so, again. Ugh. Anyways, oh, I didn't mean that. Please, please, please <laughs> don't. <laughs> Alex just got canceled. We just lost half our viewership. I almost my, really my mom is gone, too, so we're just that, down to I'm, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry to John and Ed from, from the uh, Irreverence Podcast. Irreverence yeah. Podcast. Yeah, they're done. We didn't mean it. Anyways, so the good place. There's a big spoiler at the end. I've given you ample time to turn off this podcast. Now we can talk. Cameron, go say something about the good place. So the wild thing about this show, so I will tell you when, when I first got introduced to it, I was on my way to Denver with my brother and he's like, have you watched this show? I was like, no. And so we watched the entire first season on the drive. 
Because it's just short 30 minute episodes. So we were just knocking them out. We get to the last episode. And I have never had my mind blown like that. From a comedy sitcom. As the moment when they find out. They are actually in the bad place all along. And like. I'm talking like six cents. I see dead people type of revelations for me. I was dumbfounded by this by this moment. Guys, I'm I'm not trying. I'm not Zach. Say what you want to say about Cam driving. The plot twist is incredible, show. but we have to analyze the fact that you guys watched TV <laughs> driving to Denver. <laughs> we what? have to talk it's about that. Kansas. Right? Also, Tyler was. Driving. Yeah, there's also still a the road to pay attention to. <laughs> But nothing else to pay attention to. <laughs> That's, that means you even more need it's to pay attention. Kansas. I've done the drive so from here funny. to Denver. You have to watch where you're going. I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't. You driving. lost me. You lost me the second you said on the drive. I was not paying any more attention. Or was... any of us surprised. <laughs> like we're looking at a Skype call and me and Zach deadlocked eyes. I yeah. knew I knew Somehow we knew only to look at each other. <laughs> Yeah. No, I knew it was coming, but still. Tyler, former guest, canceled. <laughs> For endangering canceled people by ignoring the and rules windmills. of the road. <laughs> we endangered a single cow. That is it. We were fine. So the thing about the good places, and I want to ask you guys this. I I did not know about the twist. I somehow made it through watching this very late without knowing about the twist. My question to you is, did you guys ever maybe think it? No. Mm -mm. I didn't have it at all. I didn't know about it either. They literally, uh, a video came out, um, only a few people knew about it. A lot of kind of the the main people that are still extras, the people that aren't um, Kristen Wiig and, uh, or Kristen Bell, sorry, not Kristen Wiig. And Ted Danson. Oh, I said the wrong name too, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you said a weird name. I, I said a Broadway name, and I'm so mad about it because <laughs> I, I just realized that's, that's what I said. No, but nobody on the cast except for those two actually knew that twist was coming. They all found out right before recording the last, uh, the last episode of season one. And there's like a video out there of Kristen like recording all of their reactions when they found out they were in the bad place. So if they didn't even figure it out, I don't feel bad for not figuring that one out. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't blame myself because it was incredibly well uh, designed to be a surprise, but also it was very cool and I wish I had figured it out ahead of time. Honestly, I'm not saying that I figured it out, okay? I'm not saying I did, well, that's but funny. I am saying me and Melly had a moment where I looked over and said, how funny would it be? <laughs> <laughs> but this was nowhere close even to the thing and then the <clears throat> idea left my mind. Um, so I'm not going to take credit. But... I want to get something out of the way. Let's get out of the way the obligatory, how unbiblical the show is before we talk about how <laughs> Jesus, we talk about Jesus with it. So the mean? whole premise behind the show, as Zach was saying, is as you live your life, you make decisions, right? We are creatures. We are humans. We have free will. We make decisions. That is biblical. Here's what comes to not biblical. You have good decisions and bad decisions. They give you a certain amount of points, as you see in later um, seasons. And if you have enough good points, you go to the bad place. If you have enough bad, if you don't have enough good points, you go to the bad place. 
wait. Oh my yeah. gosh, we this haven't podcasted so in like a month, and I'm just. It's saying, also oh, later than any it's of us have been. Very late. Wrong. I'm usually in bed several hours ago. I was just. I was laying in bed, just scrolling through TikToks, trying to like keep my eyes awake. It's 11:05. <laughs> Anyways, on a Tuesday. if you make, if you do a lot of good things, you go to the good place. If you don't do enough good things, you go to the bad place. So the idea here is there's these four main characters. Chidi, gosh, tell me names. Tell me names. So Tahani. So the, the main character. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Uh, shoot, uh, Kristen Bell. <laughs> no, that's how many not Chris's even funny. can we name? Go. That's the game. I, that that was the bit. <laughs> I got all. I've, I've named the only three that I know. <laughs> Kristen. Chris. Now I was gonna say the wrong one anyway. Kristen Bell's name is Eleanor. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. <laughs> There's Eleanor, Chidi, Jason, and Tahani are the main four. Yeah, Janet. Well, she's and not so, one of the main four. She's not a human. That's she's a, a robot. Like a whole, um, so anything. She's not a robot. She's objectively not a human, Cam. <laughs> well, she also says she's not a robot. So I basically, know. this takes out any Christian faith. Is what I'm getting at. None of this exists. They're not going to Christian heaven in this show. They're not no. going to Christian heaven. Um, they're going to you are a good enough person heaven. And as we know biblically, Ephesians two eight and nine. That's not how the Bible works. That's not how life works. So let's move past that. What I think is extremely entertaining. Where I want to park it. Uh, I almost made another TikTok joke. I gotta stop it because you guys probably know where I wanted to park it. Anyways, <laughs> but the whole idea is each of them have their own ways that they are blind. Okay, good. Let's talk about We're all going to the bad place. Of a podcast. I gotta stop. Okay. <laughs> Alex, I'm gonna edit it out. Ne- no, stay tuned don't. for next week's episode where we discuss uh, WAP and what it means for your <laughs> spiritual journey. <laughs> the spiritual not, thing dangling not... in the back of your throat. Yeah. Worship and praise. It's, Anyways. it's about it's about um, the importance of uh, full immersion baptism. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I'm not even going to. I shouldn't have even done that. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. You Alex have to edit this to tonight. Say. That's on you. That, Alex, that means this Alex is all going in. <laughs> not editing it tonight. I'm going to edit tomorrow afternoon. Anyways. <laughs> Beautiful. Your boy's going nighty night tonight. But they each have their four ways that they're blind to their own sin, we'll call it. Um, and the own ways that they got themselves into the bad place. Um, except Eleanor. Eleanor just decided she was not a good human. Um, but Chidi, Jason, and Tahani were both either just extremely ignorant in Jason's case um, and not very Bortles. smart. Or with Tahani and Chidi, they were both blind to what it actually means to live a good life, what it actually means to be healthy, what it actually means to help yourself and the others around them. And I want to ask you guys, which ways do you think you maybe either identify with more or the most powerful for you? I think for me, it's Tahani. Okay, why? I, I think she's the one who, and and this becomes a plot point in, in later seasons, but I think she consistently thought she was doing the right thing, but had the wrong intentions. And y'all know, like, I'm big on, like, Enneagram and everything, and it talks a lot about, like, motivations, and that's the prime thing there and so even in later seasons when they get into a place where they're like okay you can go back to earth and do enough good things to get into the good place um 
once they come back, their points haven't changed at all because they realize that if your sole goal is to get into the good place, your intentions aren't good enough to actually earn you points. And I think that's like that part is kind of accurate. Like you're not going to do enough good things um, with the right intentions to work your way into heaven. That's why Jesus had to come down and die for us. Like that's plain and simple. So um, I think her just struggled to (laughs) – I I think her struggle to find the right motivators um, is something I've struggled with because like how many times have we tried to do good things because – people are looking or because like we know it's the right thing to do, but not because we actually want to do the right thing. And I think that's a hard thing to find. Yeah. I think it's such a weird line we cross and it's honestly a huge thing when you come to uh, the whole point why Jesus was here is this idea of, I do all these good things. The Pharisees whole thing was all the good things they do, all the rules they follow, all the ways they give. Um, you talk about the guy that prays and, and flaunts his giving when he's at the temple and then the woman who gives the last that she had, and um, even though it was just a small penny, and who was it that um, really gave in God's eyes? you know? And, uh, right. So there's this idea, and I think Tahani is probably, honestly, Tahani and Chidi are both, um, as Christians, I think probably, especially Tahani, the easiest to identify with. Because it's just so easy to get caught up in I do all the right Christian things or I do all the right human things. Um, And your motivations may not be in the right place. Speaking of motivations, and you said Enneagram, I do want to pitch a new podcast very quickly. Um, This one's already off the rails, so we're just going to go straight into it. (laughs) I want to pitch a podcast where we try and find the 10th Enneagram type, and we call it (laughs) the (laughs) Tenniagram. <laughs> what a missed opportunity by Enneagram to not make it the Tenniagram. Right now it's the Nineagram, and that doesn't work for anything. <laughs> that doesn't work for anything. It makes no sense. <laughs> Zach says something deep and spiritual. Um, it, it's it's good that uh, you talked about Tahani because to me the person that like resonates with me is Cheaty. Um, yeah. The, his whole thing as the show goes on what they realize is that what held him back and and brought him to the bad place aside from a broken point system, but that's late season stuff. The, the thing that kept him in the bad place was his indecision and his, his inability to truly um, act on all of the things that he was studying. He he's a philosophy professor. And so he was studying all of these historical philosophers, all the important thinkers and minds in history and what they thought about morality and what they thought about the place of a human being in relation to other human beings in the world and what was important to do as a person. And he spent so much time studying that, but when it came to putting anything into practice, he couldn't take action on anything. His whole issue was he he couldn't make a decision while he was in the afterlife the fake good place bad place that was part of his issue was he he couldn't get into something that would help them because he couldn't decide what was the most morally correct and while he was in life we find out in a later season that what actually caused his death was his inability to make a decision about getting out of the way of a falling ac unit from a building like that's what caused his death is he couldn't decide where to go 
and it killed him. Like actually his his real life died in in real life. His real life died in real life. Thank Flip you. It. That's quotable. Put yep. that on a t-shirt right now, sell it for fifteen dollars. Um, I will do it. <laughs> beautiful. I'll buy it. Um but I think it's it's such an interesting picture of I think every single episode we've ever recorded, I've said it's an interesting picture of. Um, it's it's, it's okay. my it's phrase. Your, it's your little phrase. Maybe Put that's my t-shirt. t-shirt for Sell that one for 20 because I use it all the time. <laughs> Capitalism, but baby. To me, that it's, it's so much like the idea of sitting and becoming spiritually fat and sitting in church and wanting to just mm-hmm. take in the word of God and take in the messages that we get and take in the worship and take in, you know, the prayer. And, and we spend so much time absorbing that, that we lose the ability to actually put any of it into practice. We take in all of the spirituality, but we don't manage to burn any of the spiritual calories on actually putting it out into practice. I think there's a, a rampant, you know, strain of, Believers today wanting to just use the church experience to feed them and to make them feel good. When in reality, I don't think the biblical model of church is was ever really designed to simply make churchgoers feel good. Show sure wasn't. And I think that is definitely, of all the awful things that have happened in 2020, that's something that the church has had to learn. Right? Yeah is you you don't you don't get that or for several months you didn't get that you couldn't go to church and have that fuzzy feeling and you couldn't sit and hear that worship music or go to that service um it was up to you Mm -hmm. it was up to you whether you lived a christian life and your christian life had nothing to do with sunday service anymore you took all of the easy escape the easy excuses out of what it means and like we all had to figure out like what 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 would my life look like if I didn't go to church? Yeah. Like if right. I still loved Christ and I didn't go to church, how would I show that love for Christ? Would I even know him? Do I even know him? And it was this great reevaluating and reevaluating for us as people and also for churches as to what's important. What are we doing here? Um, and I had very high hopes for the church going into this. Um, I will not act like they've helped me. Um, <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of ways that the church the big church capital c church um has done things that just make me want to bang my head against the wall but um i still have faith that this is something that the church will come out of this several churches will come out of this um with this whole new missional mindset that we've never had before Mm -hmm. um maybe not we've never had before they've never had before um and i am excited about that yeah I mean, I remember like last year when when that notion kind of hit hit me. Like, I remember I was just coming off, you know, an internship working for a church, and I, I was just like at this really high spiritual moment in my life. That it wasn't like a you know a spiritual high that you get like after a camp. Like, I was literally just like loving God, and I was like consistent with it. And then like it just stopped feeling good, and I was like, uh, hold up. And then I just wasn't invested in anything, and I didn't want to participate in anything because it didn't feel good and like it it took me a while to to learn that lesson that like the point of reading the bible like i think that comes with like spiritual maturity like a mature 
relationship, whether, I mean, in this case, biblical or like relational with, with Christ. But I think in any relationship, it's one where like, it doesn't have to feel good a hundred percent of the time for it to be real and for it to be in front of you. In, in fact, it, it usually won't be because if it's dependent on that, and I think the emotional attachment still has to be there at times. I mean, I don't think we should like run away from that, but I, I think if that's like all we're living for, then it's, it's immature Christianity. Yeah. And I think another, another sort of element of that, we, I feel like we all kind of observed this year when it, when it became evident that the, the novelty of church and the novelty of, you know, something slightly out of the ordinary became more important than actually what church was. Cause I don't know if y'all experienced the same thing, but like March when it was, Hey, stuff is going to have to start closing down and we can't necessarily gather in person. So we're going to have to do stuff online. It's going to be a little different. I don't know if you all experienced the same thing, but there was a, a string of, you know, when, when buildings first closed of people going, they can't stop us. We can still have church and, and we will move online, but the Lord is still moving. And that was really great for a couple weeks. Right. And then as people got used to the churches online now, eventually it became, okay, but when can we open again? And this isn't interesting anymore. Why are they stopping us from meeting in person still? Because, because that's what I want to do. The novelty of a new thing has worn off. And now I want to sit down and be comfortable again. I want to do it the way that I want to do it again. I don't want to have to figure out how Facebook live works or how this new stream on a website works. And I couldn't get it to connect to my TV this week. So I don't even know if I'll pay any attention to it at all. Things weren't working. So maybe I'll just skip it. And it, it became evident, at least I think from certain perspectives that it was, I just want things to be the way I want them to be. I want things to be easy for me. I want it to make sense to me. And if it doesn't, maybe it's not actually what I'm focused on. Maybe that's not what's important to me in the moment. Yeah. And I even feel like it kind of comes back to the good place where a lot of people kind of have this mentality of like going to church gets you positive points. And when that opportunity was taken from them, they're like, what is a relationship with Christ without me striving for good deeds? And, and I see church as this way for me to get positive points with Christ. And because I'm not witnessing to the people in my everyday life on a consistent basis, I don't feel good about how I act as a Christian without the ability to basically be put on a pedestal every Sunday, which is a lot of what church is, has come for people. It's a chance for you know people to look at them and how good they are and kind of like the good place. I mean, that's, that's where they're trying to get their points. And I, I think... I think COVID is is waking people up to that. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. Yeah, it's just if I am proud because a lot of people have taken initiative to learn. And I mean, even like I've had to be a lot better at this is um, what does my prayer life look like, especially over these last couple of years? I just... I've had this real thought and this real thing I've been kind of sitting in that is, what does it look like? You know, I, I'm a musician, I lead worship, but what does it look like for me to be a worship leader? You know, 
And so I've, I've learned a lot about how do I live a life of worship other than just singing, you know. And so mm-hmm. to kind of bring it all back, The Good Place talks a lot about the good deeds you do and the bad deeds you do um, and the beauty of it all. I will go preacher Alex's. The church has <laughs> nothing to do with that. So we could we could be so upset with ourselves or others, or we could think that maybe we're missing the point sometimes, um, or maybe we could be a little bit better at this. But the fact of the matter is that we're saved by grace through faith. And no matter how many times I mess up, um, my deeds are not what got me in there. And my deeds are not what made this relationship. So the glimmer of hope is Alex may suck, but God doesn't. And that is not the case in the good place. Ooh, bars. Look at me. Um, so with bars that, all would, day for you. Yeah, I know. I would like to get silly. Can we? Let's get silly? do get the silly. The dance flow silly. silly. <laughs> That's all I know. That's it. The, the zone the is silly. Hey, can I can I talk about the thing that I didn't uh, I chose not to talk about at the top yeah, of the show? Yeah, talk about the thing. Is it go? that pot pies are just soup with a roof? Now, hold on. Is we got to talk about this for a second? Is a pot pie actually just a salad sandwich? Because it has the oh, that's interesting. It has the shape of, but on the inside is clearly a salad. Uh, yeah, it depends on how you eat it. In my, if, I guess if you, you, you need to eat it with your hands, it's a salad. Pick up a whole pot pie and take one hands, bite of it. It is a sandwich. Okay, I've figured out the T-shirt. The T-shirt is. This is an excellent picture of dot dot dot, and then underneath is me with a whole pot pie in my hands, taking a big bite. (laughs) We did it. Um, Okay, but the thing I did want to talk about here, there is, there there has to be a statute of limitations on how long we no longer have to give a spoiler warning for shows. Six months. Okay, we're we're near the same page here. Movies, you have to, if a new movie comes out, you have to like, get up and go somewhere to see a new movie uh, that takes some planning i think you get a month when a new movie comes out after that nobody needs to like to ha- tell you about spoilers anymore a new episode of a tv show comes out i think you get until the next episode comes out for people to say oh i'm gonna yeah, spoil this a little at bit the most maybe five days you know yeah because because they're coming out weekly if I can't okay, talk to you about the episode that just came out before the next episode comes out, what is the point? But I, like I think we need rebuttal though. Okay, but I think we need to define what we're talking about here cuz I think that goes for talking like on on social media and all these things about what the plot twist was. You can always give a spoiler in saying like, "Hey, if you have not watched this show, what we are going to say will ruin it." Because that will always stand true. And I think in a show like this one, where the plot twist absolutely changes the experience if you know about it beforehand. It's okay to give a spoiler in saying, we are going to have this conversation, so beware. I think that's justified. Listen, I just, all I'm saying is, it's been... More than five years. It's been more than five years 
since season one of this show aired, and specifically the plot twist in question, if you were going to get around to it, you would have gotten around to it by now. It's not like a, oh, I just, I haven't quite had the time. It's been half of a decade since this happened, and we shouldn't have to couch our podcast with, like, we're going to say some things that you might, that might mess it up, so, like, maybe don't, we need the listeners. We can't tell them not to listen to this one. <laughs> we're can so I, right, can actually. I, <laughs> can I go on a rant about about this exact thing and a problem I'm having with it? with a couple of our followers right now. Are you going to, are you going to like call somebody out that listens to I, our show? I'm 100% calling out the Garrickies right now. I knew that's who it was going to be. Oh, fu- oh, okay. Because this is a slightly else? different. No, th- this I think you're justified in. So, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm a, a big, uh, a big, big brother fan, right? So we're currently in the middle of a season and big brother is, you know, they, it's on three times a week. So Sunday, there's a competition. Wednesday, there's a competition. Thursday, there's a competition. They follow the live feeds. You can tune in at any time and watch what's happening. They will retweet stuff that isn't even being aired yet. I found out on Saturday who won next Wednesday's competition. I was livid. (laughs) I think that is sinful. That is (laughs) sinful. No questions asked. Bad place. That's that goes to the bad place for sure. So, um, Gary Keys, I'm grateful for you because I did have some Big Brother questions and I reached out and you were very kind to me. But <laughs> stop retweeting spoilers. But also Please. stop doing that. So, so Literally, I found out who won the veto before the HOH even happened, and I was livid. Cam, stop saying special show words. No one understands them except people that have watched the show. It's had 22 seasons. I feel like I don't need to brace for spoilers anymore. You should be fine. I'll allow it because I also know that I know what veto power and head of household means, so I'll allow it. (laughs) Okay, there's a difference between jargon and spoilers. Hmm. See, now we're entering some some muddy waters here. I don't know whose side I'm on anymore. First off, the good place is a salad. Second off. (laughs) Why? Because it's a combination of people and the frozen yogurt is the dressing? Okay, but the the good place, the medium place, and the bad place place are a combination of people. (laughs) Wait, wait, Zach, say your thing again. The good place, the medium place, and the bad place collectively are a sandwich of places. Whoa. Oh. Each one of them is a Whoa. salad, but each salad Whoa. is a layer of a universe sandwich. Oh! All contained within a Jeremy Baramy of time. That's a lasagna, which is just a salad. Uh, well, now, hold up. This is one we might debate because you I think lasagna, lasagna is a with a utensil, it is a salad. But the layers the sauce are so is the dressing. The, the layers are so important. Yeah, salads well, have pasta, layers. Pasta is very clearly. You just like, mix it's not things red. up. I don't what? know if we have time for this conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's only conversation like the... we ever have. I don't know. Okay, if... salad or ramps has to make it into every single one of our. <laughs> we're gonna. We're just oh. gonna need to make a new silly zone segment where we just real quick discuss whether or not something is a can salad we, or a sandwich. Can we make <laughs> a custom ramp board design where like one is a salad, one is a salad, and one, one is a sandwich? Is a sandwich. Ooh, I like. <laughs> Which means that one is like a bowl of cereal and the other is a toasted ravioli. <laughs> yes. A donut is a sandwich. But for sure. Clearly. Clearly. That's easy. Anyways, I think this show is like the most aesthetically pleasing TV show I've ever watched. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It is beautiful. The look of and it like, is gorgeous. so cool. And all the weird stuff that happens. It's oh, like the flying people and the crazy animals and the huge shrimps. I big old scrimps. The big I had old this thought today about like. Proud of you. If I were to write my own sitcom, oh, what what would it be on? And I legit had the thought of, I don't know. I feel like everything's been done. Yet they mm-hmm. keep coming up with new ideas and they each just get so complex but amazing and i'm i'm just so impressed well what i'm afraid of now though is like i i do sort of feel like we're running out of sitcom ideas because we went like for a long time it was look group of people lives together that's fun right or like friends that live across the hall from each other and some are siblings and then we were like what if like these people live together and then we did like what if they work together twice we did that a few times <laughs> and then it was like what if they work together but they're cops and then they said um, a lot of times um, um, what if they were dead <laughs> that was kind of where we got to it's like maybe they died and now there's a Star Trek like sitcom so it's like what if they were in space and I'm afraid we're gonna go the way of like the buddy cop movie where we've just done all of the possible unlikely pairings and now we're just going to run out of new sitcom ideas. And it's going to be like, I don't know, this time maybe maybe they live on an airplane and they are in a different city all the time. And that's what they have. <laughs> Can I say that one of kind of I feel like this is connected to that. One of the things that I'm most grateful for with The Good Place is that they stopped it before it got bad. They quit and while they not were enough ahead. shows do that. They went out like, on I top. I feel like it ended at a good place. It didn't ever really. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> it didn't really decline. Oh, I really did do that intentionally. But like, I, I felt like, so like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I love it with all my heart. I feel like this last season has not really been good. And I feel like they probably should have ended a season ago. It, I, I did want this season to happen. They're getting Same. into like, they're doing that like late season sitcom thing where it's like serious issues. Which I like and is useful, but also like I just I, I want Hitchcock and Scully to eat some gross thing. That's what I want <laughs> from that show. I want Terry yeah. Crews to like do some peck pops and eat yogurt. That's what I'm watching that show for. <laughs> yeah. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> you had nothing. I saw it in your eyes. I can't Alex really go into that. When Alex really comes out of nowhere and says, here's the thing, that means he was not listening to what You know he was not paying said. attention and he has nothing else to add. But no, he knows I he's was, the host I, and it's his responsibility to fill the void. Okay, I was paying attention. Zach is correct. I had nothing to add. <laughs> you had nothing for it. And I respect that. What can I that. say that is either funny and then... It's kind of like I have this thing where I always just I wanna I wanna start conversations with riddle me this, but um, <laughs> I love the riddle me this thing. I've been trying to do this for years. I never I don't know if I've ever actually had a thing to say after riddle me this, <laughs> but I say riddle me this. I just really hope I'm gonna come up with something on the fly, and I just haven't ever had it. I've probably heard you say riddle me this a hundred times, and never once have you had anything to follow it with. <laughs> Never once. I'm One time joking. he's going to hit us with the most riddle. buck wild riddle of all time. <laughs> it's going to be an incredible <laughs> riddle, and I'll be really happy for you. 
Should we team up with my brother, my brother, and me and start a, a Riddle Me This podcast? A spinoff. A spinoff collab project called Riddle Me This. <laughs> Featuring Ready Said Zach. Um, the second greatest podcast game show in the history of podcast game shows behind the greatest podcast game show in the history of podcast game shows with your host, Zachary Kuyat. This is Laffery with Zachary. Take it away. Can I guess the game idea? Cam, say a thing. Can I, can I guess the game idea? Are you just going to give us people and we have to guess if they're in the good place or the bad place? That would be, what if I gave you only people who listen to this show and you have to guess whether they go to the good <laughs> bad place, place or the almost <laughs> exclusively bad yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, here's the thing is, you know, I need to pick somebody to go first, but I kind of, I am realizing uh, the AC is out upstairs, so I moved to the basement. I don't have any, bring, bring, bring. Oh, oh no, it's the, it's the red phone I keep on the table downstairs. Hold on, let me just, hello? Uh-huh. No. You you can't be serious, Mr. Prime Minister. Okay, uh, I will let the people know. Uh-huh. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh so that was uh, I'm sorry for the brief interruption. That was the uh the uh the UN red phone I keep. Uh that was the was United Nations. Mr. Joel Olstein, like Alex just said. He is not the prime minister. He's more like the squared minister. That's the best I had. <laughs> no, that was the red phone I keep in the basement of my house that gives me a line directly to the United Nations. And what they just, uh, uh, they informed me that um, Azerbaijan has just declared war on Cambodia. And because of that, uh, that incredible um, initiative that a country that starts with A took, Alex, I'm going to let you go first this week. And I will destroy Cambodia. <laughs> this week we're playing... Perception check. <laughs> we're playing Help Yahoo Answers Figure Out the Afterlife, a.k.a. Forking Shirtballs, a.k.a. Do All Dogs Go to Heaven? Uh, the game this week, <laughs> as a formula we've played before, I've taken one word out of a Yahoo Answers question that I found lovely. Your job is to give me an option to fill in that blank. Whoever I decide is closer gets the point for the round. Everybody tracking with what's happening here? Yeah, I'm going to actually try and win this one this time. Usually I just say really off-the-wall stuff, and I'm going to try and get it. Alex, I can't wait to see what the difference between you trying and you saying insane (laughs) things is. (laughs) Shall we jump right into the game on that note? Jump on it. it. Question number one. Going to both of you, so I don't have to send it to any one person, but Alex, you get to give your answer first on this first question. Let's get it. Does anyone know the blank to heaven? Does anyone know the blank to heaven? Alex, you're up first. Phone number. The phone number to heaven. Okay, Cam, what do you think? Does anyone know the blank to heaven? Stairway. That was too easy. I couldn't do it. The stairway to heaven um, is, is a seemingly logical choice, but... Alex, you're not choosing the easy answer is going to pay off. Does anyone know the address to heaven? How do I get there? Can I put it into Google Maps? Alex, clearly I'm going to give you that. You said phone number. The real answer was address. It seems so far like this actually trying thing might just pay off. Question number two, Cam, Mm. I'm going to you first. What if blank... nearest Popeyes if you want to get the address to heaven. I need need silence, please, Alex. (laughs) Continue, Zach. 
This is like Wimbledon. If if there's a, an interruption <laughs> on the way in, we have to replay the point. There's a lot less grass. <laughs> uh, a little less grass. Anyway, continue. What if blank went to hell? I'll give you this. This is a name of a person. What if blank went to hell? It can't be Jesus. It can't be Jesus. Damn, why do we have the same thought? <laughs> I'm going Jesus. You're going Jesus? Okay. Alex, what if blank went to hell? Obama. <sighs> the real answer. What if the human torch went to hell? Like, his powers are fire-based, so wouldn't he just become more powerful if he went to hell? He might like it there. <laughs> Great question. Yes, he would love it there. I'm going to give this point... To Cam, because while I was researching for this, I also found what if Jesus went to hell. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No comment. We're tied one to one. Alex, this one's going to you first. Bring it. What kind of blank do they use in heaven? What kind of blank do they use in heaven? Hmm. Blankets. What kind of blankets do they use in heaven? A wonderful did you, did answer. Did you get that from blank? <laughs> he just <laughs> extended the blank. Honestly, maybe. Cam, what kind of blank do they use in heaven? Currency. Currency. The, the correct answer was, what kind of soap do they use in heaven? I bet it would be a really good kind. I think I'm going to have to give that one to Alex. It's a, it's a self-care item. Just that you a, buy with currency. Yeah, it is Sorry, not a no. currency, though. I have I have never bought anything in soap, so I'm going to give that one to Alex. However, mm. we're still rocking and rolling. Cam, you get to answer this one first. Is hell blank? That's all you get. Is hell blank? South. Cam, why do we think the same thing? I'm so irritated. My answer was going to be down. <laughs> Alex, is that what you want to roll with? Is hell down? Yeah, I'm doing down, and you'll have to pick the difference between south and down. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The correct answer is not going to be helpful at all, because the correct answer is, is hell haunted? I mean, there's dead people there, so it's probably haunted, right? <laughs> What's closer to haunted, down or south? Down with you, the sickness. Uh, you have know, you been to Florida? I was about to say the south of us is uh, Louisiana, and they're real famous for their haunted ghost tours. Uh, so I'm going to give that to south. South is closer to haunted than down. But uh, this is still anybody's game. We got a two-two tie with three questions left. Alex, this one's going to you first. Let's get it. Is there blank in hell? Legos. Are there Legos in hell? Cam, is there blank in hell? Pop rocks. <laughs> what I love is the way that you two managed to pick wildly different things that are neither anywhere near the correct answer. The correct answer, is there internet in hell? Because if the internet is bad and bad things go to hell, then there's probably internet in hell and that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> what do you think the name of Satan's router is? <laughs> oh, it's it's um it's it's just home six six six. 
<laughs> I was gonna say the only thing they have internet, but the only thing on is this Magic Johnson and OJ Simpson's Twitter accounts. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Internet Explorer, and that's all you can get. Um, okay, because of the fact that the internet is designed to connect people, and Legos are based on blocks that you connect together, I'm gonna give that one to Let's Alex. Let's go. Now, the final two questions are each going to have two blanks, meaning they're worth two points apiece. Two blank, two blank. Two blank, two blank indeed. Cam, this one's going to you first. Do you think there will be blank and blank in heaven? Troy and Abed. (laughs) Okay. Alex, do you think there will be blank and blank in heaven? Cats and dogs. Oh, boy. The correct answer... Do you think there will be pizza and baseball in heaven? <laughs> so, <laughs> right? I don't know. Uh, huh. Um, Troy and Abed, or cats and dogs, when the correct answer was pizza and baseball. <laughs> hmm. Well, Animals baseball... can be eaten and so can pizza. <laughs> I was going to give it in your direction in a much nicer way. I was going to say that... Baseball is America's pastime, and dogs are man's best friend, and that dog needs to go there. You know, for the sake of drama, I think you each get one point in this round, which makes it... Can I, can I give my pitch? You can, but I've already typed the points onto my notes document, so you, I'm not you, moving you, them. You have a backspace. Um, I don't. I remove that One of the most one. iconic Troy and Abed <laughs> moments so is the ulterior outcomes episode, which is based on who gets the pizza. It's intro to chaos theory. Don't call it ulterior outcomes if you don't know I what I you're wrong? talking about. You are am not I wrong? wrong. You're just bad at being right. The final question worth two points. Alex, you're currently leading four to three. This yeah, is a two-point question. It's anybody's game. Alex, you get to answer this one first. Let's get it. How blank do you have to be to blank heaven? Tall do you have to be to touch heaven? <laughs> how tall do you have to be to touch heaven? Cam, how blank do you have to be to blank heaven? <laughs> um, my first instinct was, how short do you have to be to kick heaven? Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to just rock that. <laughs> How short do you have to be to kick heaven? Well, the correct answer, how high do you have to be to hear heaven? I almost said how drunk do you have to be to miss heaven? And and the thing is, (laughs) tall and high are arguably synonyms. So I'm going to give those final two points to one Alex Suns. Alex, that makes you the winner of Help Yahoo Answers Figure Out the Afterlife, a.k.a. Forking Shirt Balls, a.k.a. Do All Dogs Go to Heaven on this week's episode of Laffery with Zachary. Let's go! Congratulations, Alex Sons. Respectful Wimbledon like, clap. I would first like to thank Ramps. Hashtag where's the corn. Anyways, so uh, I think we should just sign off. I've had a really fun time. Yeah. I'm I think all about I'm just going to go out with a bang. I'm a sleepy boy. You're going to so, get out uh, on that high of victory. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go out a champ like Ray we'll Lewis. Go out, go out with like a John Elway, like Peyton Manning. Just going to go out on top. So, with that being said, 
Thank you for listening to the Point Side Podcast. Please subscribe. Give us a review. Um, we would like that very much so. Um, hit us up at Plainsight underscore pod on the socials or plainsightpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and hear all about your ramps and salads and sandwiches. Um, thank you very much. Peace out. Girl Scout, wear your mask. Wash your mask. Oh, absolutely. I had a little too much dish soap left in my mask when I washed it last night, so I smelled dish soap all day today. Peace out. <laughs>